The following is paid commercial programming. Third-party rankings are no guarantee of future investment success. Working with a highly rated advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a high level of performance. Investment performance is not an explicit criterion because clients' investments goals differ. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Generally, rankings are based on information prepared and submitted by the advisor. Statements saying that we told our clients to be out of the market in 2008 refer to recommendations made by MMWKM's principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC. The team that manages accounts at MMWKM are the same individuals with that responsibility at Eagle Strategies and at Cambridge Research from 2009 to 2011. MMWKM was created in 2000. 2011 and uses the same exit strategy. A more thorough disclosure of the criteria used in making these rankings is available by contacting MMWKM Advisors LLC. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. The money, the skies are sunny, and old man recession, you are through, you have done us wrong. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe, and this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about the stock market, we talk about the, the uh, bond market, we talk about the pandemic, you name it, we talk about it and we try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all of this boring financial stuff. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt. And this week is going to be no exception. We have a ton of boring financial stuff to talk about. But before we want go one step further, let me introduce myself. I am Ken Morafe, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morafe. Thank you, Jack. And I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, this show is designed for you. Our firm is designed for you. Everything we do is around two things. We want you to have financial peace of mind, and we want your money to last as long as you do. And we call your retirement your second childhood without parental supervision. So that's what it's all about. And uh, Recently, Barron's named moi, your faithful host, one of the top 100 independent financial advisors. Actually, they've done that eight years in a row. So we're very proud of that. But of course, without our beloved and most valued clients, we would be nowhere. So all you clients, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, let's talk about what we're going to talk about on this, our weekly excursion into the land of retirement planning. So first of all, you know, I'm starting to feel like a broken record here. And Boy, if you even know what a broken record is, then you're old enough to listen to this show. <laughs> it just occurred to me. What's a broken record, Daddy? Uh, <laughs> but if you, if I'm starting to feel like I am a broken record, because we're going to talk about it's all about the stimulus. It's you know the vaccine is important. Don't get me wrong, but without a stimulus, we could still have significant difficulty in the economy. It's the stimulus first, the vaccine second, because without the stimulus, and I'll go over that with you, but also, as I've been saying, next year, I think we're going to have an economy on steroids, potentially the greatest recovery in the history of our country. 
and uh, it, easy to do when you start at such a low point. So don't don't misunderstand that. But still, and uh, so a lot of uh, optimism on our side for next year. So we're going to talk about that now. Also. Since we're coming up on the year end, we're going to talk about uh, the year end financial fitness check. So we're going to go through some things that you might want to consider uh, doing before the year end. And uh, some of these may save you taxes. Others may save your greedy, unwashed, undeserving air some taxes. So we got some ideas for you to go over with, uh, with you later on in the show. Now, also... Uh, as we do every week, one of the most important topics that we talk about with clients is Social Security and how to qualify, uh, how, to, how to take it, when to take it, all those different things. It is remarkably complex. You know, and as, as I've said in the past, if there was a gold medal for complexity, our government would win it every year. They would, they would be the number one. They would be the, the Mark Spitz of, uh, of the gold medal winners or, or, or Phelps of gold medal winners. So anyway, we'll have the Social Security strategies for you uh, uh, later on the show. Now, also, for those of you who've listened to the show over the decades now, I can't believe it. I, I used to say over the years, but now it's decades. For those of you who have listened to the show over the decades, um, you know that our philosophy is that you that growth is important, obviously, but protection of principle is even more important. And uh, especially for those of you who are going to retire, if you're retire, retiring within the next five years or you're already retired – protecting what you've built because it's going to generate the income for you when you are retired. That's why it's so important to protect the engine of the income for you. So I want to kind of change the frame, the framing of that and kind of talk about it in a different way to help illustrate why it's so important. What would you do, and this is for those of you who are, are working, uh, what would you do if your boss called you into the office and said, uh, you know, you, I'm not going to fire you. You haven't lost your job, but I'm going to cut your pay for 25%, or I'm going to cut your pay 50%. And they just tell you that, and now thank you very much, see you later. And now you go home for, for dinner that night, and you are sitting there with the realization that your income just got cut by 25 or 50%. What would go you ahead. Do? Make my day. Uh-oh. I don't advocate violence, Jack. No, that's not the response that you would want to have. No. <laughs> you don't want to go Clint Eastwood on him. Stop whining. <laughs> so anyway, that's the question I want you to ponder, ladies and gentlemen, is what if uh, you suddenly realized that your income was cut in half, and now what are you going to do? And so we're going to talk about that, and, and, but more importantly, what to do about that and how to protect against it. So we have a show that is chock full of info for you but uh, you know and most shows would actually stop right there most shows would say you know what if we did just that we have done more than our listening audience could possibly want from a financial show somebody stop me oh don't you dare stop me because on this show do we only go where we're where we are expected to go of course we don't we boldly go where no financial show has gone before and therefore at about 10 till we're going to have our estate tip of the week and uh, since this is the week leading into Christmas, and I know that uh, if any of you are like me, you have procrastinated and you still haven't gotten your Christmas shopping done, thank goodness for, for Amazon. That's all I got to say. But anyway, I want to talk with you about the gift tax rules because, believe it or not, if you uh, give somebody a big gift, it could cause you to have to owe some taxes. And you don't want the IRS to jump into... <laughs> 
Oh, you are ready. Man, that's good, Jack. You don't want the IRS to jump into your game in the middle of the holiday season. That would not be good. All right, so we'll talk about how to gift without paying gift taxes at about 10 till. So we have a show that's chock full of uh, great info, lots of fun. We're going to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all this boring financial stuff. But I have a question for you, Jack. Jack, Jack and I are... He's uh, he's a little younger than me, but uh, basically we're the same age. Um, uh, w- the vaccine? Are you going to take it? Are you going to Are you going to go and be first in line to to take it? Or are you going to wait and see? You know, maybe give it a month or two and see how many people have uh, bad reactions and then go. As soon as available, I'm taking it. Oh, I'll be the first. Oh, ten million before us. All right. Yeah. Well, you're right. the 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 older people and the first responders and everybody else is first. So, okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, I think I will too. Um, I'm actually, you know, I, I have been super paranoid about this thing and I've been a hermit and I, I'm, I, I entertain myself really well. I don't get uh, lonely or bored. You know, I'm, I'm able to work from home and not have people around me and it's okay. But I've been doing it now for, what, nine months? Oh my gosh. I'm ready to socialize again. I'm ready to go out and, you know, go to the theater and uh, have dinner with friends and all that kind of stuff. It's just it's starting to get old. Anyway, let's talk about uh, what's going on. So as you guys know, We've talked about the importance of stimulus. Why? Because the our economy, 70% of our economy is driven by consumer spending. So let's let's start with the vaccine and, and, and tell you why I think stimulus is more important than the vaccine, although over the long term, the vaccine is still the most important. So in the short term, we have a vaccine and everybody is immune right now. Well, that doesn't put people back to work. People, what puts people back to work is if companies have customers buying stuff. And if you have a, a lot of people that are able to go on about and live life and all of that, but they don't have jobs, they don't have spending money, they can't spend. And the economy continues to deteriorate, and it could get very, very bad even if we have a vaccine. Now, the other way around is that as long as we have stimulus, which means that the government is giving people who have lost their jobs – Uh, money to spend to keep themselves afloat, they can continue to make their rent payments, their mortgage payments, they can continue to buy stuff. And that keeps businesses going, which keeps the economy going long enough for the vaccine to eventually get people back out and doing stuff. So it's the stimulus package first, then it's the vaccine. And in the long run, of course, the vaccine is the answer because the pandemic has to end. We can't, I mean, in theory, the government could keep printing money, but uh, I don't think that's a very good idea. So in the short run, it's the stimulus, and we believe there's going to be one. And again, you know, I was talking to someone who said, do you think that the market has already priced in the stimulus package? I would say to a certain degree, maybe, but not fully. I think that a stimulus package will send the market up significantly from where it is now. And, uh, you know, uh, in, in the next couple of weeks, I'll be giving you my fearless forecast for next year. And by the way, those of you who listen to the show, you know that at the beginning of this year, my fearless forecast was for Dow 31,000. And we came, what, to 30,600 a little bit uh, ago. So we were within 400 points of my fearless forecast. So we'll see if we can catch it by the year end. Uh, Now, I want to tell you that if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, then uh, you are who we would love to meet with and see if we can help you. And uh, 
our goal is to have, as I mentioned, for you two things. One is for your money to last as long as you do and for you to have financial peace of mind. We want to worry about all of this stuff for you so that you don't have to. We want you to go out and enjoy your second childhood without parental supervision and just uh, play and enjoy and not worry about all this. And the only way we can do that is if we meet you and see if we can help you. So our website is rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. And if you go there, we, uh, we podcast this show. You can listen to it again, listen to segments of it if you wish. Uh, we have uh, a lot of videos. We have articles. We have all kinds of information on retirement planning for you. So uh, we have lots of resources that will educate and, and, and uh, entertain, I hope, also. But more importantly, you can click on Meet with an Advisor. And if you click on that, we'll schedule a time to sit down with you uh, virtually. We'll look at uh, your entire financial picture. We'll help you to build a retirement plan. We'll look at cash flow, income taxes, social security, your 401k, all that kind of stuff. And we'll do it at no charge or obligation. And if we can help you, fantastic. And if not, that's fine too. Either way, we will part friends and, and uh, we'll hopefully come together on another day. So uh, we're going to take a break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk about year-end financial fitness checks. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Why, thank you, Jack. And I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So if you are over 50, retired, retiring soon, then you are the person we would love to meet and see if we can help. And our website is rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. And on there, we podcast this show. We have videos. We have articles. We have all kinds of information. And uh, one of the things that we are especially proud of is that Barron's uh, 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 named moi, your faithful host, one of the top 100 independent financial advisors actually for eight years in a row. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Hey, I love you back, man. <laughs> but you know what? Without our clients, we would be nowhere. And uh, we now work with over 9,000 beautiful, wonderful families in 48 states. And we are so privileged and honored and uh, grateful for that. And, uh, you know, especially at this time of year when you reflect on family and we think of our clients as our family. Uh, we really do. We, we love every single we have a we, we have a uh, core value that says that everyone deserves love. And we mean that uh, we love our, our clients in, in the real way. <laughs> so um, this is the time of the year when I think it's really important to start looking at uh, what should you do at the end of the year. It's kind of like a pilot you know, has, has a checklist and goes through to make sure that everything's done before you get on the plane and take off. So before the year end, here's some checklist things for you to think about. All right. So the first, the first thing is it's, it's a time of the year where you need to start thinking or you, you need to plan for reducing your taxable income. Okay. Because now that the year is coming to an end, you have a really clear idea of your gains, your losses, uh, you know, all the stuff that's gone on. So you have a lot of uh, information to help you. So the first thing that you might want to do is to find any investments that you've made this year that are in a loss position. And if that's the case, you may want to sell those so as to generate some losses to offset your taxes. Also, make sure you are maxing out on retirement plan contributions. In my view, there it is a slam dunk. There is, you know, 
I think I'm pretty good at what I do, but there is nothing I can do that compares to contributing to your company plan, particularly if you get a tax deduction for doing it, and in addition, maybe matching. I mean, there is nothing on, that is better than that in my view. So max out on that if you haven't. Also, uh, this is a time of year also to look at making charitable donations and also your property taxes. One of the strategies that uh, you might uh, consider is doubling up. You know, it's called bunching your, your uh, deductions so as to get above certain thresholds. And so what you could do is pay your property taxes twice in one year, this year and next year's. And if you do that, then perhaps it gets you over the threshold and you can get a deduction for that. So those are some things for you to think about on reducing your taxes. Now, also, one of the things that I've talked about in, in, uh, in our estate tip of the week is that the estate tax uh, exemption is massive at current state. It's like $12 million per person. So as a couple, you can you can put into trust, you can give away $24 million this year. So I think that pretty much covers everybody listening to this show. Um, and so there's a lot of estate planning strategies available to guard that because you know, one of the things in my experience has been that whenever you have a new administration, you get a whole new tax code. And so uh, if we get a whole new tax code, it may be that these things will not be available anymore. And so taking advantage of them before the year end is really important in my view. Also, uh, required minimum distributions. If you are 72 or over, you need to make sure that you have taken your required distributions out of your IRAs. If you have not, the penalty is draconian. Okay, it's 50% of that which you should have taken out, and they add the tax that you've on that on top of it. So if you're in a 28% tax bracket, it's 50 plus the 28, it's 78%. It is confiscatory. They will basically take your money away, all right? <laughs> so don't let them do that. The RMDs are very, very, do not let that go beyond December 31st. Also, Look at your savings this year and your investments and all the stuff that you did this year. Are, did you achieve what you wanted to this year? You know, one of the things that I always like to do, as you guys know, I'm an avid tennis player. I always, after a match, go back and review the match. And I think to myself, what, what did, I, did I do well? What did I not do well? What do I need to work on? And it's the same thing with your financial life. So go back, look at this last year. What are you happy about that you did financially? What are you not happy about that you did financially? And then uh, that gives you things to work on for next year. Maybe you weren't disciplined about putting into your retirement plans, and maybe you need to do that. Uh, so it's things like that to look at. And then the other thing is look at your debt. One of the uh, philosophies that we have for our clients is that when you retire, so should your debt be retired. We don't, we don't like debt. And uh, the reason why is because if you have debt and you are retired living on your investments, basically what you're saying is, is that I'm trusting my investments to generate the money to pay off the debt that I have. While, you know, and maybe that's, uh, maybe you feel very confident about that and maybe it's very likely, but it's also possible that it does not happen. You know, uh, we could have a Great Depression, for example, which we almost had, and suddenly, you know, your investments are not producing for you, and yet the debt did not go away, and now you're in, in deep doo-doo. So my view is get rid of all your debt when you're retired, and then you are as bulletproof as, as you possibly can be in my view. All right, so those are just some of the things. Now, if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, we have a, a several virtual seminars uh, going on right now. 
uh, that you can watch on our website. Our website is rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. We have uh, uh, virtual seminars on social security, uh, when, how to take that. So if you're making that decision, you might want to attend that. They're, they're, they're free. There's no obligation. Uh, also, we have uh, virtual uh, seminars on retirement planning itself, just the process of how, how do you, what do you think about, what are the questions you should ask, uh, looking at your cash flow, looking at uh, your 401k, diversification, all that kind of stuff. Uh, we have one on reducing your income taxes, speaking of that. So we have a lot of uh, uh, resources available to you on our website. And then the one that is my favorite is, you know, as uh, Tom Cruise said in that movie, let me help you or help me to help you, right? And so the only way we can help you is if you allow us to help you. And one of the things you could also do if you go to our website is click on meet with an advisor. If you do that, we'll sit down with you, no charge or obligation. We'll review your entire financial life with you. We'll go over your income taxes. We'll go over your estate planning. We'll go over your social security planning, your retirement planning, We'll go over everything we can think of. We'll build a cash flow retirement plan for you. We call it an RCFP, Retirement Cash Flow Plan. And we'll look 5, 10, 15, even 20 years into the future and see where you'll be. Can you retire? Can you swing it or not? All of those questions will help you to answer, and we'll do it all at no charge or obligation. And if we can help you, that is wonderful. We're so happy. And if we can't, we're going to tell you that too. Okay? So either way, there's no charge, no obligation, and we will part friends. So... I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And you know what? Uh, Bogey is right. It is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have some social security strategies for you. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Thank you, Jack. And on this show, we like our bonds shaken and not stirred. And apparently all those other financial shows, they stir their bonds. Can you imagine what James would say if he heard that? Oh, my. He would not be happy. Anyway, we are back. This is Money Matters. I am your host, Ken Morafe, and I am senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So uh, we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon soon. And if that is you, then we would love to meet you and see if there's a fit. And our website is rpoa.com. And you know, Financial Times named our financial advisory firm one of the top 300 registered investment advisors. Actually, they did that three times. And so we're very proud of that. But without our beloved and most valued clients, we would be nowhere. And uh, we now serve over 9,000 wonderful, beautiful families in 48 states. And we are so grateful for that. And if you're not a client, we'd like to see if we could, uh, if there's a fit for that. And again, our website is rpoa.com. Now, one of the things that I, it, it comes up almost in every conversation, I would say, just about with clients, and that is Social Security. And uh, so, uh, and, 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 and for good reason, Social Security is one of the main sources of income that uh, people have uh, during their retirement. And so, uh, doing that properly, when, how, all those kind of questions are, I think, extremely important to discuss. And so uh, this segment of the show, if you have a question about Social Security, uh, send it to me. My web, my uh, email is ken at rpoa.com, and uh, I'll endeavor to answer your questions. And so here's the first one. Uh, I am a widow who is 65. My husband died in 2008. 
mine, okay? Uh, we were married to, for 25 years. I have not remarried and I'm now retired. However, my deceased husband also had a previous marriage that lasted 10 years before me. If the first wife elected to receive widow benefits, will I still be able to get a widow benefit of my own? Okay, that's a good question. So uh, you can get survivor benefits. And by the way, let me describe what that means. So survivor benefits means that you can collect your own Social Security or your deceased spouse's Social Security, whichever is the higher. Okay, so in this case, what she's saying is, can I collect my husband's? Apparently, uh, his must be higher. So yes, you can, you can get survivor benefits even if a previous wife is also receiving one, okay? It will be subject to the earnings test. So, you know, if you're, if you're working and you have wages, then it'll be subject to that. But if you are fully retired and have no earnings, then there will be no reductions and you could get uh, your, your husband's if it's more than yours. Okay, so that's a good question. Second question here, let's see. Um, I'm 64, started taking benefits. I was notified by Social Security uh, that they were going to withhold a large portion of my benefit because I was working, and so I suspended. Can I continue that, that suspension and build my Social Security amount beyond age 66 to age 70? So what he's saying here is that since they told him they're going to take back a bunch of it because he's working, he wants to stop that and let the benefit grow and start collecting. So before full retirement age, your benefit is in quote-unquote suspension because it is being withheld for the earnings test. Okay, So they're withholding it due to the fact that you're working. It's not truly in suspension because you have to be over 66 to suspend. So when you turn 66 and are no longer subject to the earnings test, you can voluntarily suspend your benefit, and they will then increase the amount you're going to get by 8% each year until you reach the age of 70. So between working and suspending, you can mitigate most of the damage that you've done by filing and then experiencing that they're going to take back a chunk of it. So the point of all of this, ladies and gentlemen, I, I hope this discussion helped you. But also, I hope it illustrated to you that this is not something that you should do by yourself. Social Security is extremely complex, and uh, if you do not do it properly, if you miss out on an opportunity that uh, doing it properly might provide, um, you could leave tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table over the course of your lifetime. So what I would encourage you to do is to go to our website. It's rpoa.com. And when you're there, we have videos, we have articles, we have podcasts on Social Security. Educate yourself. Make sure you ha have as much information as you can before you make any decisions. Or even better yet, visit with one of our retirement planners. They'll help you to work through Social Security and making the right decision. Now, keep in mind that to make the right decision in Social Security, it's not just how old you are, how much you make, and all of that. We have to take into account your, your cost of living, your, your tax bracket, the amount of money you have already, we, your longevity. There's a lot of factors that go into that. So we, we kind of build a retirement plan that incorporates Social Security as opposed to just looking at it in a vacuum. So when we visit with you, what we want to do is build you an entire retirement cash flow plan, taking into account all the things I've just talked about, and we'll do it for you at no charge or obligation. So take advantage of that. It's, uh, it's there for you. So rpoa.com is our website. And if we can help you, great. And if not, that's fine too. We will part friends either way. Okay, so rpoa.com. All right, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to answer the burning question, what would you do if your boss told you that you just got a cut in pay by 50%? 
Oops. Stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Why, thank you, Jack. And I am a senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And if that is you, then we'd love to meet you and see if we can help you. And of course, we always have two goals for our clients. One is that we want you to have financial peace of mind. We don't want you to worry about all this stuff. We want to do it for you. And secondly, we want your money to last as long as you do. And uh, we believe that for that to happen, you need to have a strategy to protect your money from bad things. And our strategy we call invest and protect. And I'm going to go into the reasons why we think that is so important with you in just a moment. But before that, I want to just tell you that in case you didn't know this, uh, Forbes uh, named our financial advisory firm uh, one of the top 100 wealth managers uh, and something that we're very proud of. But of course, without our beloved and most valued clients, we'd be nowhere. And we're very fortunate to manage over $4 billion for uh, 9,000 beautiful, wonderful families. Families, and uh, we'd love for you to check us out and see if you can join our family if that's if it's a good fit. So our, our website is rpoa.com. So let's talk about invest and protect. So you know one of the things that in our view is is important is to protect your principal because the, your principal is what's going to generate the income that you're going to have during your retirement. So for most of our clients. Uh, Social Security is a very important part of their income, but then their investments provide the difference between what they need and what Social Security provides. And so having your your money safely invested, in our view, is extremely important. So we want to grow your money, and our, our philosophy is that growth is important, certainly, but protection of principle is even more important. And so I want to illustrate why we believe that by virtue of uh, a hypothetical example. Okay, so if you're retired, I want you to go back and think about what it, when you were working. And if you are still working, then I, this uh, will be vivid. Uh, so let's, let's say that uh, um, you're, you're gainfully employed, you're working, and your boss calls you into the office, into, into their office. So you go to the office, and your boss says, uh, you know, uh, we've, uh, we've had some difficult times here, and so what we're going to do is we're going to cut your pay by 25% or maybe, let's say, even 50%. So we're cutting your pay by 50%. So you're like, whoa, okay. Um, and and uh, in this example, you don't have a choice of leaving and going and working somewhere else. Okay, you got to work there. So now you're, you're like, okay, wow. So you go home and you're talking to your spouse or your significant other, and you're like, okay, we just had a cut in pay of 50%. So what are we going to do? And now that seems like an extreme example. It's like, oh my gosh. But if you think about your retirement, the money you've built to retire on, that is the engine of your income, okay, in our view. So, so you know, we've always said that the rule of, of 4% applies in our world. So if you have, for example, my favorite number, $1 million, then you can have 40,000, 4% as income from that. So you have that 40,000. But if a bear market comes along like Y2K or 2008 uh, and cuts the value of your money in half like those two did, or you know even this year, the pandemic, when the market went down, it went down 44%. So that's almost half also. So you get a cut in pay because your investments went down. 
Okay, so in other words, if your investments were worth a million and now they're worth five hundred thousand, four percent of five hundred thousand is now twenty thousand dollars of income versus the forty you had before. So your income just got caught uh, cut in half. So what do you do if that happens? Well, if you're smart, you know you don't say, "Well, I'm going to keep spending the way I was before because one day it'll come back and everything will be fine." And meanwhile, you're spending down your money, hoping that one day it'll come back and then it's all gone. All right, that's what farmers call eating your seed corn. And if you do enough of that, then when growth season comes, guess what? You have nothing left to plant. So that that may be a way of doing it, but in our view, that would be a very dangerous way of doing it. So if your money suddenly is cut in half, the the thing that we would advise you to do would be to find ways to cut your expenses in half. And I would say that for most of you listening to this show, cutting Houston, your, we have a problem. Exactly. Cutting your expenses in half, how are you going to do that? You know, are you going to cut your mortgage payment in half? Are you going to cut your food bill in half? Are you going to cut, I mean, how are you going to do that? And I would say for most people, it would cause a significant change in their lives. And so that's why we believe that protecting against that is so important. And, you know, our strategy of invest and protect said to sell in November of 2007. And that was, uh, you know, a year before Lehman collapsed, uh, the year before, in the year before the great financial crisis. And clients that followed our advice were, were, did not participate in that big drop that happened in 2008. We were out for that whole year. And in fact, this year also, uh, in, in early March, before the pandemic was announced, actually, our strategy said it was time to get out and protect our, our principal. So we believe that growth is important, and certainly you want to do that. But in our view, protection of principle is even more important because it is the engine that's going to drive the income. It's almost like it's your wages. And to the extent you can protect that, that's the extent, in our view, that your money will last as long as you do. And so if you don't have that strategy, I would ask you, you know, how did it feel back in March when, when you, and, and early April when the market was falling like it was? I bet it was pretty scary. And you're probably thanking your lucky stars that it came back. What if it had stayed down? What if we were still down at half right now or, or worse? Okay. And in the future, what if that were to happen and you were older? Then what? So in our view, protection of principle is extremely important. Now, what I'd like for you to do, we have uh, virtual seminars on our website. You can go to, our, uh, to rpoa.com, and you can watch our virtual seminars on retirement planning during the pandemic, uh, and we have a, a discussion in there about our, our invest and protect strategy. We have uh, articles uh, on, about that. We have videos about it. We have podcasts about it. Educate yourself on protecting principle, because once you retire, we believe that is extremely important. Okay. Now, the other part of this is that you can, uh, 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 if you'd like to go directly and talk to one of our retirement planners, you can do that too. And we'll sit down with you and review your entire financial life with you from soup to nuts. We'll build a cash flow plan for you. We'll build a social security plan for you, a Medicare plan for you. We'll do all of that at no charge or obligation. And if we can help you, we're, we're very happy. And if not, that's fine too. Okay. Either way, we'll part friends. Oh well, it is indeed not that, Dorothy, because it's true. So rpoa.com is our website. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to, we're going to have our estate tip of the week. And this week, it's on a a gifting in the Christmas season and taxes. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. <laughs> 
Thank you, Jack. And I am a senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And if that is you, then uh, we would love to meet you and see if there's a fit there. Our website is rpoa.com. And uh, recently, uh, Barron's named moi, your faithful host, one of the top 100 independent financial advisors. Actually, they did that for eight years in a row, which is unbelievable to me. But without our clients, we would be nowhere. So all you clients, we love you. We thank you. And uh, once again, if you are not a client, pity. You need to be. (laughs) And our website is rpoa.com. So this is the time of the show where we talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. That ought to keep the little squirts happy. Yes, and we want happy squirts. Unhappy squirts are not good. And so what we want to do this week is we want to talk about the gift tax rules because since it is the gifting season, right, with Christmas coming up and all of that, um, believe it or not, there is a Grinch in the whole picture, and that is the IRS. <laughs> okay, I guess I guess that paints a picture with with that. Uh, I think that lady just got a visit from the the IRS auditor, maybe. Uh, but anyway, they want to tax gifts that you make. Can you imagine? And so we're going to explain that to you and tell you how to get around it. Uh, But first, Jack, can you play it? I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care And though my pocket may be empty I'd be a millionaire. And of course, that is Tony Bennett with rags to riches and, you know, the estate taxes and probate and all that kind of stuff. It's actually designed to do the exact opposite. It's designed to take you from riches to rags, and we do not want that to happen to you. So every week at this time, we have our estate tip of the week. So this week, we're going to talk about the gift tax rules. And the reason why we're going to do that is because it is gift season. So let me go over with you uh, why there are gift taxes and what they are and how to get around them if it's possible. So first of all, the reason why there are gift tax rules is because there are estate tax rules. Okay, so what it means is, is that the estate tax says that when you die, if you have over a certain amount, uh, there's going to be some estate taxes due. And so smart people said, okay, fine. If I have stuff when I die, taxes are going to be due. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give it all away before I die. So there, take that. You like apples? How about them apples? Well, those the IRS, and don't play the screaming lady, but the IRS is not stupid. They said, aha, okay, so if you want to give it all away before you die, well, guess what we're going to do? We're going to create the gift tax. And you know what? The gift tax is going to be the same as the estate tax. So there, you said you liked apples. How about them apples? Food fight! <laughs> so, so there you go. That's why the gift tax rules were created. Now, politicians who create all these things also are very interested in preserving their political careers. And they understand that if you buy somebody lunch, you know, that technically is a gift. 
And if you buy somebody lunch and they send you and you have to file a tax return every time you take somebody to lunch or you buy a birthday present or something like that, then you're going to have a lot of unhappy voters and maybe you won't be in office anymore. So they said, okay, then let's create gift tax exemptions. So the gift tax exemption is there, there's two versions of it. So one is that it's $15,000 per year per person that you give to. Okay. So what that means is if you have three children, as I do, you can give them if you wish, if you have the means to do so, $15,000 each per year. And right now that would be 45,000. Now, if you're married, you can double up on that, and you and your spouse can each give 15000 so 30000 total, to as many people as you wish. So again, if you have three children, you could give 30000 to each one of them, a total of 90000 if you are so inclined, and I'm, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> How is the Grinch today? <laughs> the Grinch is fine today. So th those are the gift tax rules. Now, let's say that you exceed the 15000 okay? So you decide that you want to buy your child a car, all right? And you spend $50,000 and you buy them a really fancy car. You're being super generous on that day. So you can give them 15000 or 30000 if you're married, but you bought them a 50000 and you gave them fifty. The, the extra 20000 is a taxable gift. However, there is a gift tax bank account that you can draw from, and it's $12 million this year. It'll probably be less in the future, I would imagine, but right now it's $12 million, which means that anything you exceed the $15,000 by is, is drawn from that $12 million gift bank account. So for most people this year, you could, you could literally gift away $12 million, and there'd be no taxes at all. Uh, in that regard. And by the way, the taxes are paid by you, not by the person receiving the gift. All right. So it's always paid by the donor, the gifter. So those are the gift tax rules. All is well. The Grinch is uh, not in play for most people and all is well. Now, if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, then I would encourage you to go to our website. It's rpoa.com. And uh, when you're there, you can click on meet with an advisor. And if you do that, our, our uh, uh, advisors, our retirement planners, they're all uh, ready to help you with uh, strategies on social security, year-end gifting, charitable, income tax, estate planning, 401ks, diversification, do you have enough money to retire on, where do you get your income from, the gamut of stuff to talk about. We are here to help you if we can. So rpoa.com is where you go for all of the above. Well, you know what? This show is over already. I cannot believe how fast it's gone. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have enjoyed doing it for you. We'll see you next week, same time, same channel. Bye-bye, everybody. Of course not. It's only the beginning. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned. None of this show's content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. 
always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Sound effects or anecdotes should not be construed as an endorsement of Ken Moray or MMWKM Advisors LLC. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.